Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right now, we're joined by Steelers insider Ray Fittipaldo. He's been enjoying lovely Mobile, Alabama, and the sights and sounds of the Senior Bowl the last few days. Ray, as a Steelers insider down there, what's been your big Steelers takeaway from what you've seen and watched? Well, uh, you know, anyone who has watched on TV knows that Mike Tomlin is involved every single season, every single year when he's down here. And that was the case again. I mean, he's involved in the O-line, D-line drills. He's trying to orchestrate matchups between guys in meetings the night before. So he really tries to take advantage uh, of this week down here um, to get a better gauge on, on these prospects. Um, you know, my, my takeaway for the week, I guess, would probably be offensive line. He was heavily involved with um, Jackson, Powell, uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, uh, the Oregon center. Also, um, you know, spent a lot of time with the offensive tackles, too. So you don't want to read too much into it. But uh, there was a heavy focus on the O-line this week. Ray, are other head coaches like that, that hands-on? Down there, not that I, not that I see. Um, I mean, Mike is basically involved in the drills. Now, you know, the, the, there are NFL coaches who are actually coaching this week, but um, it's actually assistant coaches, and they try to use this as a springboard, um, you know, for for young assistants to, you know, make their way up the ladder. So, uh, like the Steelers' assistant offensive line coach is down here coaching this week, but as far as head coaches who are there scouting, a lot of them are up in the suites watching, um, you know, they're they're on the sidelines, but they're not as involved as, as Mike is. So he's really unique in that way. Has he always been like that since you've been covering this team? Yeah. Has this always yeah. been his senior bowl methodology? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I know they only drafted one one guy from the senior bowl last year. That was Keanu Benton. But, um, you know, in, in years past, they, they really like to um, – um, to get a look at these seniors, and you know how the draft is, guys. You know, I, you know, I don't know what the percentages are every every year, but I would say two thirds of the first round are underclassmen. Um, but you really find a lot of guys in the second round, third round, those guys who stick around for four or five years, who are really good players, but maybe they don't have that huge upside potential as some of the, um, you know, the guys who are drafted in the first round. So. Um, you know, I don't know that there's a first-round prospect who's down here. They, they might take, you know, they could. They go could go for a guy like the Toledo cornerback or, um, you know, maybe one of the offensive tackles here. But I, I think 
the the value in the senior bowl is really scouting these guys who are day two, day three picks. I think that's where a lot of teams make their money on on guys like that. Now, Ray, we also know he shared like a little dap up and meeting with Bo Nix. Is it time to start the speculation? <laughs> Bo Nix to the Steelers. Uh, just my own personal opinion. Not impressed with Bo Nix. Um, I'm not really impressed with any of the quarterbacks down here. Michael Penix has been okay, I guess. Um, you know, the, the Michael Pratt from Tulane, he's got an interesting story. He hasn't been bad, but, um, you know, all the talk of, you know, Caleb Williams, uh, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels, like being like the top guys this year, they're not here this week. And there was a lot of first round buzz, like around Bo Nix and Penix. I, I just don't see it. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll improve throughout the draft process, but I was here two years ago when Kenny Pickett was here. Um, I don't see a lot of difference between Kenny and those second-tier guys that I just mentioned. Uh, maybe, again, maybe it was just a bad week for them, but uh, I just wasn't impressed. Ray, we just heard Peter King tell the midday guys that they need to get Arthur Smith another quarterback. They can't go into the season asking Arthur Smith to basically turn water into wine with Kenny Pickett. Are you starting to think that that's more on the table, or are they going to ask Arthur Smith to make it work with Kenny in this this year? I mean, did uh, did Peter specifically say it had to be somebody from this rookie draft class? I mean, it could be. No, he meant at, he, no. He threw out names like Russell. He's throwing out names like Russell Wilson, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would throw out names like Ryan Tannehill more so than a guy like Russell Wilson, just because there's that background there with Arthur and. You know, I think Tannehill's starting days are over. What is he, 35, 36 years old? Yep. Um, you know, listen, if, if you don't bring back Mason, I think Tannehill would be perfect if the money's right. And I'm, you know, I, I don't know if Tannehill would be willing to play for, you know, seven, eight million dollars a year. But I, to me, that would be the perfect guy that you bring in. Um, you know, Pickett is slated to be your starter, but you need a good backup plan and you need a good mentor who perhaps has been in Arthur Smith's offense to, to maybe explain some of the differences from, from the previous offenses. So I don't know what that likelihood is. You know, free agency is still six weeks away, but to me, that would be a no-brainer if they can get that done. Ray, we know that Thomas Brown got hired as a pass game coordinator now, a uh, guy that the Steelers interviewed for this offensive coordinator job. Uh, the Bears plucked him for that position in your understanding of things, are the Steelers going to make any additions to their coaching staff uh, under Arthur Smith, or really on either side of the ball, or is the, the staff of assistants below each coordinator pretty much what it's going to be? Yeah, and I saw Gerard Johnson got a little bump in pay, and I think maybe a new title down in Houston, too. Um, it's been really slow on the south side with you know coaching changes, um, and maybe that's because those guys spent the week down here. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there'll be some moves um, you know, tomorrow or next week in, in terms of some of the assistants being let go. But I think the longer this goes on, the more likely it is that, that guys are probably going to stay. Um, looks like Pat Meyer is going to stay. Um, you know, we all know that Mike Sullivan is very well respected in that building. So if he wants to come back in his same role, I, you know, I, I think he, um, you know, uh, I, I think the Steelers would welcome that. I think that's how much they do, value him. Did he really do a good job, though, as the quarterback's coach if we're having these kinds of conversations about Kenny Pickett? But again, it's the same conversations we've been having since 2021. Is it the, is it the chicken or the egg? Is, is it the quarterback 
What do you think? The quarterbacks coach, or is it the offense that they were operating in? What do you so, think? I, I think I, I like Mike Sullivan a lot as a coach. Um, I think he does a good job, but I think it's really hard to judge him. I, I, I really do. Um, until we, we we see these quarterbacks in a different uh, in a different offense, I, I think it's it's tough to judge uh, past judgment on these guys. I, you know, I think the one the one position that that maybe could and should turn over is maybe receivers coach because that was kind of a clown show this year, but. Other than that, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's there's little turnover. But and no no additions like no specialist being added, nobody to be a pass game coordinator, right? No extra brain power. I mean, Art Rooney was asked about that and, and seemed open to the no. idea that they might add people like that to the staff. Well, well did you see today that uh, David Canales is going to keep Jim Caldwell? So to me, like there's a there's a background there between Mike and Caldwell. So that could have happened for a week before even before Canales was hired, that, you know, that didn't happen. So like that senior consultant thing never transpired. So I'm not saying it can't happen, um, you know, in the future, but some of the guys that were maybe targeted for those roles um, or speculated upon for those roles, they're staying in jobs or they're going to other jobs. So again, guys, the combine's what, three weeks away. You definitely want to have your staff in place by the combine so you can, hit the ground running for this pre-draft process. Um, so there is a you know a couple more weeks for, for the staff to, to shake out, but uh, it doesn't seem like there's going to be much movement. Ray, is the Steelers' offensive line cognoscenti that you see on social media, are they right about the um, difference between what Arthur Smith wants in his offensive line and what Pat Meyer coaches? Is that a real thing? Is that a real potential issue or no? So who was saying this online? Well, they're saying that he's a that that Arthur Smith's a wide zone guy, and that's not yeah. what Pat Meyer wants to do. Is that is that fair? I mean, good good offensive line coaches can can adapt. I mean, you know, Pat Meyer has coached in college. He's he's coached in the NFL. I mean, he I bet you he's run every single kind of you know inside zone, outside zone power scheme that that there is. So I don't think that's going to be a huge issue. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think for the Steelers, what they have to figure out um, and what Pat Meyer has to figure out and Arthur Smith has to figure out is why is there such a big fluctuation between your first half performances rushing the ball in the first half of the season and the second half of the season? To me, Arthur Smith wants to be, he, he wants to be known as a team that can come out and run the ball at any time. And to me, they got to be better at that in September and October uh, much more so than they have been the last couple of years. It's been fine after the second half of the season, but they got to get that figured out if they want to get better in in 2024. They got to be a complete offense, and I think with Smith, that's going to start with the running game. Do you think Smith's uh, passing attack? How to what degree do you think he's going to try to become make Kenny Pickett into more of a guy that's comfortable in the pocket versus what we know happened with Tannehill, which was Ryan Tannehill was on the move a lot. Yeah, I mean, you certainly have to play to the strengths of your, you know, the, your starting quarterback. And, you know, Tannehill was a former receiver, high-end athlete, so he, he could certainly do those things with that. And I'm not trying to short-sell Kenny Pickett on his athleticism, but he's not that type um, of, of an athlete. He didn't play Big 12 receiver. Yeah, he's, he's not Ryan Tannehill. So what I would do is, you know, you could certainly have Kenny Pickett on the move. The thing that you have to do, try to do is, you got to teach him how to stand in the pocket and deliver the football on time. You can't have him in there getting spooked, 
um, turning out of pressure and then running into sacks or, you know, running into to broken plays that don't work out. So to me, it's not about getting him on the move or not getting him on the move. They, they could do whatever they want because he's a good enough athlete to do that. They just got to have him stay in the pocket when the pocket is good and throw more from the pocket. I, I think that's the biggest issue or one of the biggest issues right now with Kenny Pickett. I don't hate the Arthur Smith hire, Ray, but what you just said there, I don't see anything in what Mike Sullivan has done here for the last few years or in Arthur Smith's resume that gives me confidence he can do that with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. Um, I mean, do you disagree you know, I, with me on that? I mean, if you've got a no, counterpoint, I'd love to hear it. No, I mean, listen, it is what it is. The quarterback situation hasn't been good here. Mike Sullivan has been coaching the quarterbacks. You know, Mike, Matt Canada was certainly involved in it. So uh, I, I get it. I get the criticism. But it doesn't seem like the Steelers were real aggressive here during this hiring cycle to go out and get somebody else for that quarterback's room. And again, maybe maybe it's going to happen next week. I don't know. So what do you think that means? Is that like them kind of pivoting off of Pickett, you think, a little bit? Because they're not putting all their eggs in his basket, clearly. I don't know if it would be pivoting off. Again, I, I think it's because they think Mike Sullivan is a good coach. And I think Arthur Smith is going to be a big part of this. I, I know he has an offensive line background, a running game background, but listen, he made that passing game work in Tennessee too. I mean, he had A.J. Brown. Um, I know Corey Davis didn't pan out the way people thought he was going to pan out, but I think he had an eight or 900-yard season. So he knows how to draw up a passing game too. And, I, you know, I, I think there's – Something to be said for just some, uh, you know, a new set of eyes on Kenny. Uh, not necessarily a quarterback's guru, but maybe Arthur Smith can get a little bit more out of him than, than uh, you know, Matt Canada. All right, Ray, last one. After watching Senior Bowl practices, give us a name who you think the Steelers, if they're going to draft somebody from the guys you've watched, give us a Steeler, someone that fits the uh-huh. Mike Tomlin, Andy Weidel, Omar Khan vision of what the Steelers are all about from this week. Yeah, so not necessarily first round. You just need yep, somebody just a guy. in the draft. A, f- a yep. future yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers Steeler guy. Okay, that's uh, that's good. Um, let's go with Darius Robinson from Missouri. Uh, he's listed as an edge here, but he actually played three, four defensive end early in his career at Missouri, and he's prototypical. And I say that because he's had a good week down here, but I also say that because the Steelers need to find a long-term replacement for Cam Hayward. They haven't been able to do it the last couple of years in the draft, so they got to get it right this year. So I'll say Darius Robinson, likely not in the first round, maybe second round uh, for that. Ray Fittipaldo, Steelers insider, Post-Gazette. Thank you, Ray. Enjoy what's left of uh, your time in Mobile, my friend. All right, guys. See you. See ya. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.